Hey everybody, this is Gus G from Firewind and you're watching CMS TV. Rock on. From the Congregation of Annihilation released, the latest from Metal Church, that's called Making Monsters. And kicking off the show tonight, uh, we heard something brand new from Dokken from the forthcoming release. Heaven Comes Down with uh, Fugitive that was uh, released just this week. And uh, here's my friend and partner, Chris Aiken, the Fugitive from Life. What's happening <laughs> what, there? What's going on, man? You sound groggy. Yeah, not groggy. It's uh, I blew my throat out completely last night at karaoke. Oh, yeah? You're <laughs> out there singing your ass off, huh? I took, you know the song, um, I Don't Care Anymore from Phil Collins? Yeah. I don't I, care anymore. No, I, no. I more. took that fucking song last night and turned it into just a hate rendition aimed at my ex-wife. Hmm. <laughs> and is, was there a reason why she was? No. She came to mind? No, I, I don't even know why the song came to mind, except I was just looking to do something that I could get a little bit more aggressive and silly with. Sure. But literally, as I was singing it, I felt my throat just go. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you got got the little rasp going on. Yeah. There. Yeah. I'm, I I literally all day today, I, I took, you know me, I'm always on the phone. Yeah. I took two calls all day. I took a, probably a three-minute call from Eric and a five-minute call from Johnny, and that's it. The whole rest of the day, I did not say a word yeah. so that I would have enough to do the show tonight. Right. So did, so did you bathe your your throat in hot tea and honey? No. You know, my daughter said I should do that, too. I was just like, what am I, a fag? No. No, it's just, that's just good throat coat. It just uh, warms up the pipe, stretches out the vocal cords put a little cayenne pepper in that it, uh, it uh, it's a good just, remedy for for the uh, raspy throat i just drank a bunch of water today and i got my reward right here ready to ready to keep me uh keep me lubed up in the throat you know like a like a ten dollar hooker well you gotta reach out to that reward people and uh see if they can get you a sponsorship huh? i really should as much as as much of it as i'm drinking yeah no kidding i mean I, how did you light on to that anyway how did you stumble on that my daughter was drinking it and she brought it over she's like here taste this it's it's actually not full of sugar and shit right and i tasted it and and i really liked it and it does give you like it's almost like an energy drink sort of it's it's like an electrolyte drink right. i guess so right. it really boosts you up but it doesn't have any bullshit in it right so you know, I started drinking it and then I started loving it. So it just, you know, now it's like the only thing I drink other than water. Sure. So I love it. Well, years ago, this was boy, 10, 12 years ago. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Uh, I, I don't even know if they make it anymore, to be honest with, because after I, you know, read the ingredients, I didn't drink it anymore, but there was a product out there called propel water. Oh yeah. And I, and I, I really enjoyed that quite a bit. But then it was pointed out to me that the uh, that they were using like aspartame or something in it for that, and you know that's not a good good thing to put in your system. So I just stopped drinking it. But mm. I really liked it. But uh, then I realized, oh boy, it's flavored with this aspartame. So 
Hey, you gotta die something. <laughs> Dude, I put sweet and low in my coffee every fucking day. Some some saccharin. Yep. Two two packets of sweet and low in every cup of coffee. I drink two cups of coffee every single day. Yeah. I literally buy it by the fifteen hundred packet box <laughs> so that I don't have to order it once a month. Yeah, I stopped. I stopped using any kind of sweetener in my coffee about ten years ago. Yeah, you just drink it black. And uh, now I, I use creamer, but I don't put any sugar in it. I used to like to have like you know some sugar in my coffee, but yeah. I, I stopped doing that a long time ago. Too. No sugar tonight in my coffee. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I just I just stole, slowly just started cutting things out, you know, that I used to do, and I just don't I just don't uh, you know. In, indulge anymore nah, another five years you'll be like you know what's really good these rice cakes <laughs> put a sprinkle of cinnamon on it it's wonderful <laughs> yeah really well i i do i do eat the uh quaker oats uh rice chips i guess they they're they're rice chips Yuck. They're, they're really good they're uh they, they got the the cheddar flavor rice chips yeah never yeah. had a rice chip that's uh, pretty good I'll, have to, I'll yeah. have to look at look if it's if it's good it's decent for me it's got to be better than a fucking bag of lays or whatever yeah, it's, it's certainly not oily and greasy and bad yeah. for you like that this is it's really actually flavor very flavorful and very uh, good and sometimes i kind of lose track and i can eat a whole bag in no no time at all it's right just, holy shit i ate that whole bag right <laughs> it happens yep Jason, I like cream of wheat. He yeah, likes cream yeah. of some young guy. <laughs> cream of wheat was always too gritty. I never yeah. liked cream of wheat. Who's wheat, Jason? Where'd you meet him? Yeah. <clears throat> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. So what else is going on? I haven't uh, really conversed with you all week. Uh, you know, you've been busy with your stuff. I've been busy with my stuff. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, I've been wrapped up the uh, the life coaching classes. Took my final exam. Um, pass? Oh yeah. Get a hundred? Well, technically yes, but uh, I I there there was one question there that that you could have multiple answers to. Okay. And I picked one of the answers that you weren't supposed to pick. Okay. But I had justification why I picked it because it was kind of a ambiguous question. Right. And uh, that's the only thing I missed. I missed I missed a partial you know, I, I picked one of the answers in one question that I shouldn't have picked. So you got a ninety eight point five or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. So uh yeah, I, I uh passed the final and, and all that kind of good stuff. So that's that's all good. Well, that's cool. And I've been uh you know, I wrapped up uh, you know, doing some sample sessions with people who signed up. I tried to reach out to some people who had signed up and they just sort of fell off the map. So regardless, I mean I'm here. So, uh, you know, feel free to reach out if that's yeah. something you're interested in. So I guess that means this week I got to carve out some Neely time to. Uh, well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I got to get you some kind of a idea what you're going to do with, with yeah. insight. So, you know, it's up to me to, to get you, <clears throat> get you some info so you can at least get a basis down, you know? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, well, whenever. I mean, I'll make it. It's not like I'm not cutting out sleep in other places. So why not cut <laughs> some out for you too? Right. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. No, dude, I, I, my week, my week was exactly what you think. 
18, 19 hours a day, boring into it, just boring into the, I was in class for a while this week, learning, learning how to build the CRM. And I was building the CRM for a bunch of hours this week. And me, Johnny, and our team were all working on various customers, including one Don Dockin. Yeah. Oh my God. Does he have a lot of fucking songs? Jesus <laughs> Christ. My, my son's actually working on his catalog Sure. and it's like, okay, well there's 900, there's 900 different places for him to have songs Sure. and they all have different codes. So it's like dream warriors. There must be 27 different versions of dream <laughs> warriors alone out there. Right. But we're getting it all cataloged and we're getting it all put in and you know, we're looking at a, a pretty pretty sizable first paycheck. So well, that's good. So we're um you know, we're we're making it go and um you know, it, it's funny, I, I worked so much this week that I finally just got to the end and I just was like, I gotta take a break. Mm-hmm. I got to you know, it literally was like to the point that people were starting to call me and be like, dude you're going to collapse like you did before, right? (laughs) you know? And I was like, all right, all right, I'll take a break. So John had called me on Wednesday and was like, Hey, we're having a bunch of people, bunch of like mutual friends up from Lima up um, to John's place. Cause John just bought a new house, you know, like six months ago or whatever. So it's sort of like a house warming party type of a deal. All right. Is is it out in Wadsworth? It's out in Wadsworth. Way way out in Wadsworth. Way out there. (laughs) So, I had, I had just, he asked me if I wanted to come out and I was like, you know what? Yeah. You know, I need a break. I need to get away from this fucking work. I just need, I need a night out. Right. Mm -hmm, Sure. So I was going to leave. I was going to leave at five o'clock. I had to swing out to pick Kelly up and then go out to John's place out in Wadsworth. So about four, four 30, I was like, I'm going to take just a 30 minute nap. (laughs) And I even set my phone for 30 minutes and I woke up at about eight 30, right? Just slept completely through the alarm, you know, didn't wake me up at all. So I, I just slept for like four hours. So then I was like, fuck. But then I just called John and I was like, Hey, you know, what's the address to the club that we're going to? Cause we had planned to go after to the club and I just met him up at the club and sure. went and did some karaoke and I sang some docking last night. I, yeah. I sang Dream Warriors last night. Had to had to get down an extra nickel for his <laughs> for to pay us. Right. But yeah, I did. I even did Dream Warriors in two forms. I did the the first half of the stuff I did in current 2023 Don Dockin voice on stage, right. Right. and then the second half of it I did in 1987 video voice. Well, no, no wonder your uh, throat is raspy. Oh, I would, dude. I was doing some tough songs last night. Yeah, well, I, I mean, if if you were trying to hit the hit the uh, nuts and a vice, uh, and, and I was, I was like, it's the same desire to feel the fire as all the way up as high as I could go. I was doing stuff that was well outside of my range last night, but, right. but it was fun. You know, that's what karaoke is supposed yeah, to be. You're sure. not supposed Absolutely. to do easy stuff. Absolutely. So, so yeah, so I, I did go, I did make the drive all the way out to the fucking middle of Wadsworth. Right. And I'll tell you the best thing that I did, and this is sort of rare for me, but it's becoming more and more of a thing. I just didn't drink. I drank. I had two beers the entire time I was there. Yeah. Like I just didn't 
drink anything. No well, shots, no well, beers. You have ways to get home, though. That's the whole thing. Yeah, but that's never stopped me in the uh, past. But, <laughs> you know, I guess I'm just getting older and I don't want to be stopped. Yeah, well, why would you? Who, yeah. who wants to be stopped? And no not, one. Just, not in this day and age. No, but, man, I was so thankful that I didn't drink because coming home, it was a goddamn monsoon. Yeah. And it was like I, it was like it was following me home. <laughs> I just stayed in it. And at one point, at one point on that on what 77 or whatever which is not a fast highway anyway my tires were fucking spinning i was fishtailing i was i was hydroplaning like crazy hydroplaning huh? yeah like all over the highway i was hydroplaning at like and i was like going way slower than speed i was like 50 miles an hour or something mm-hmm. yeah just it was it, it just was raining that hard so i was like thank god i'm not fucked up because i probably would have crashed <laughs> <laughs> uh, always nice to get out but man just just that drive home sometimes is a pain in the dick well it is, and and it's late you know i mean i mean i stayed out last night till about i guess i i think i left the karaoke place about 1 30 or so yeah. and you know for me it's another it's another probably 45 50 minutes home anyway right. on a regular day right add into it the fucking rain Oh my god! I, I think it took me like an hour, hour and twenty. Yeah, hour no, twenty, no. hour thirty to get home. When that rain comes down and those highways get flooded, man, it's it's you're just like skating on water. Yeah, and and you get I, I don't know about you, but I'm a pussy, and I don't like like when when I feel my car, which is a bigger, heavier car anyway, when it's starting to slide around a lot. I don't really like to try and pass the trucks or anything because I'm afraid the trucks are going to hit the same shit that I'm hitting and skid. That's a, that's a wise idea. So, so, you know, you end up stuck behind a truck going fucking 45 miles an hour for a long stretch until you're sure it's dry. You know, you get up alongside them and they're, they're, they're uh, splashing water off the side and hitting your car and Mm -hmm. causing you some issues. So, yeah. yeah. It's a wise idea not to get up alongside a truck, especially if the rain is right. down that hard. Yeah, and plus at two in the morning they might be hopped up on speed to make it to their next place and everything else. So you know. There's a lot of reasons not to pass a truck at two in the morning. Yeah. And in, in bad weather anyway. Yep, exactly. So yeah, get you. So yeah, it took me a long time to get home, but thank God I was sober. Sure. Know? That was and that was even more unusual that I was up there doing singing because I usually have to get a couple of couple of couple of shots in my head to get going, but not last night. I was ready to go. <laughs> it, must be, it must be your new water habit over there with your with yeah, your the rewards. Your reward water. <laughs> I think it was just I was so tired from work I needed to do something that was just mindless and silly. Yeah. And that's what I did. It was fun. Yeah, I'm all about that. I get that. Um you know, last uh, last Sunday, uh, I went out to uh, meet up with the Dockin' Boys. They came mm-hmm. to town. They drove in from uh, the tr- the Detroit area, right? And uh, Sal Sal met up with me. Uh, we were gonna everybody was gonna stay at this uh, hotel, and so I'm at the hotel, and I didn't think they had gotten into town yet, right? And Sal pulled in there, and we were just sitting there shooting the shit, talking for a few minutes, and. My phone rings and it's John Levin and he's just like, Hey man, are you coming to stay at the hotel? Right. I said, yeah, I'm at the hotel waiting. Oh, we're not staying there now. 
<laughs> so we uh we went in there and the place was a shithole so we're down the street at this other place nice you know we're at the we're we're at the longhorn having lunch right now come down and have lunch all right so sal and i drove down to the longhorn and met up with everybody and they had just gotten in just 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 before we got there Man, what uh, what's i'll have for lunch a whiskey burger with beer fries <laughs> who, who had what I said, did Sal have a whiskey burger with, no, with beer fries? He said he didn't eat anything. I don't know. He was sitting at another table with John. Okay. And and uh, the sound guy, James. All right. And uh, me and Don and uh, BJ and, and um, Chris were sitting at another table, so I wasn't keeping an eye on Sal. He and, he and the two lawyers were over there conferring with each other. Right. You know, so they were talking lawyer stuff between themselves, and, you know, I was just kind of catching up with the guys, and... Um, we got uh, after lunch. The, the the Longhorn was right there in the same parking lot as the hotel, so we just walked over to the hotel and got checked in over there. Okay. And uh, so um, Sal's like, um, "Hey, I want to buy you a drink." <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, "Okay." So we walked over to the one of the places that I normally go, the Quaker Steak and Lube. Yeah. Which is right there in the same parking lot too, and we, mm-hmm. we went over there and uh ha- had a couple of cocktails i mean we didn't have anywhere to go until later in the evening anyway for the show and um you know we we just sat there and shot the shit whatever and went back to the hotel and uh met up a little bit later for uh lobby call well the the show was at the show was on a sunday night in a in a blue collar town okay portage indiana and i want to shout out to ryan he said Remember me on the show. There was a lot of CMS fans out there. Nice. I mean, I was surprised at how many people came up to say hello and take a picture and all that other stuff. You know, so uh, I was really surprised. But uh, so we get to the venue. The, the, the um, they didn't even go on till nine thirty on a Sunday. A Sunday night. Wow. Uh, George Lynch and Lynch Mob opened up the show. And, uh, you know, of course, Lynch came out to do the three songs at the end, like they've been doing the last three years, you know? Sure. So by the time, uh, you know, the show was over, you know, it was a little after 11 and the, you know, people were filing out like a little after 10, you know, right. it's, yeah, it's, it's Sunday night. I got to go to work. At the, right. Sure. You know, so, so a lot of people uh, were filing out at by 10, 10 30, you know, there was, the crowd was thinning out by then because it's just too late. Sure late in the evening on a sunday there were old people that waited long enough to say yep saw a couple songs i saw docking <laughs> exactly they could go to work on monday and say yeah i saw docking last night exactly <laughs> so uh so anyway we went back to the hotel and we all just were kind of hanging out and i was helping don get all packed back up because they were flying out in the morning to go back home and um i i had the day off on monday sal had the day off so uh, I had a dentist appointment uh, Monday morning. I told Sal, I said, hey, listen, my appointment's at, at 10. I said, you don't need to check out till 11. I said, by the time I'm done with my appointment, let's meet up for lunch, you know, and whatever. And uh, so after I got done with the dentist appointment, uh, Sal's like, you know, dude, I'm just extending my stay here. I'm just going to stay here. I'm not going <laughs> to drive back into the city. <laughs> just like you're staying here he goes yeah i'm just gonna stay here probably until after maybe after dinner or maybe around eight then i'll drive home around eight 
yeah, I'm just like, it's it's only 11 o'clock in the morning. What what traffic? Ah, uh, you know, I'm just going to catch up on some sleep. <laughs> Hello, room service. Can you bring me a 12-pack? <laughs> <laughs> he must not be able to sleep in the city with all that crime and violence and gunshots going off. It was probably pretty peaceful out there going, you know what? It's peaceful out here. Yeah, there's no crack deals and bullets. <laughs> I can actually get some sleep out here. <laughs> So uh, me and Sal hung out. We ate lunch. We went to the Quaker Steak and Lube and had lunch and, right. you know, just kind of talking and stuff. But, uh, yeah, the show was fun. It was good. I mean, you know, it was an outdoor deal and, you know, they were very accommodating. You know, they had the whole tent situ- situation set up and, sure. you know, but everybody was very, very uh, friendly. And, uh, you know, all the CMS fans that were out, uh, I appreciate every one of you coming up to say hello. You know, cool. I was standing on the side of the stage there and several people came up and they're waving at me to come over and, you know, take a picture with them and stuff. Right. I've been listening to you and Chris for years. Ooh, how about that? You know, I knew you would be here. I was hoping I'd get a chance to meet you and say hello. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Talk about a celebrity. Sighting. I know. I met you. I know. <laughs> In fact, one guy recognized me just, just by the sound of my voice. We were in the. We were in the tent there in the, uh, in the catering tent. Right. And me and Don were standing there talking and he looks, the guy looks over at me and goes, are you Neely? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I thought I recognized your voice. <laughs> Dude, you remember that bit you did in 2009 <laughs> when you told that joke? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is that your cousin? I don't know. Is it? She says it's your cousin, Jewel. Uh, well, yeah, Jewel from uh, Arizona, I believe. Yeah, how about that? Hello, Jewel. Well, from that oh, little picture, Jewel is a Jewel. Is, oh, it, she, is she listening to the show? Or something? I guess so. She's she's in the she's in the Facebook chat, so she's watching oh, it on Facebook there, or something. A Facebook chat? Uh, or yeah, well, they can chat on Facebook. Oh, it, all it right, broadcast there as well. So <laughs> see, I, there's so many outlets you got us plugged into. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, she says she is. She yeah, is listening. How about that? Yes, look at that. She is listening. Well, well, hello, Jewel. I haven't seen you since you were a child. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I saw her was she might have been eight, <laughs> probably. Nice. Eight years old. I mean, it's been a long time. Been a long time. Yeah. So, uh, well, okay. Look at Heading that. Back from Vegas and listening in the car. That's the way to do it. Listen, is that isn't that great technology you know back in back in the day the only way to listen to broadcast was on your terrestrial radio mm-hmm. people can just plug in and listen to us in the car just like any other outlet yeah. dude i remember when we were thrilled to get like 23 people total listening for for an entire show on yeah. live 365 or whatever <laughs> that was early stuff man yeah. you were driving like three hours just to do the show yeah it was it was about an hour and 15 minutes each way yeah, just to just for the privilege of doing it for twenty fucking people. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you had to start somewhere. That's that's why we are where we are today. Is yeah. because I just never gave up. Yeah, now it's a now it's a few more than that. That's for yeah. sure. All right. Well, I hope you won something in Vegas, there, Jewel. Yeah. Feel free, feel free to send me uh, some of the proceeds. <laughs> that might be a bill dude you might want to temper that request sure (laughs) most people don't come out of there ahead that's absolutely true so then uh continue with the week uh tuesday 
Tuesday evening, I, I went and took the lovely Taylor out to dinner at, okay. the, at the Trump Tower. Nice. At the Trump Plaza in downtown Chicago. Somebody and shoot at you? Did you no, get called a racist and a bigot and a homophobe no. for being there? <laughs> well, there is a little bit of that. Okay. There was a little bit about that, like of that, but uh, uh, Taylor lives like a block and a half from there. Okay. And so we just walked over there and went to the went to the bar. We were there a little bit early before our um, our reservation, so we went to the second uh, story bar, which overlooks the Chicago River there. Right. And we just sat there having some wine and just talking. And I was bringing her up to date with the fiasco that happened in Pittsburgh a few weeks ago. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we were just kind of catching up with that. So, you know, by time it was time for our reservation, we went up to the 16th floor, which is where the restaurant is. And it's an outdoor thing. You know, it's indoor and outdoor. But okay, we chose to sit outside on the terrace and, you know, being downtown, you know, it was kind of it was kind of a cool thing little breezy but it was pretty cool right so we had a we had a waitress she was uh, of hispanic descent all right real friendly girl you know she just she was seemed to be all right and so we were just kind of kidding around you know and i was asking her i said so does uh so does uh, mr trump uh come come here on a friday and hand you your paycheck personally (laughs) and she was just like um she just her her face just yeah. You know, just she goes, he doesn't even own this building anymore. It's it's just by name only. It's just a licensing deal. He doesn't even own this. Ugh, you know, all right. I got real matter of fact like that. Right. And I said, I said, well, from your uh, reaction, sounds like you don't like Trump. Well, no, I really don't. He's really corrupt. Ah. I said, really? I said, so can you name one thing that he's done that's corrupt? I don't know. There's just so many. I can't name them all. Yeah, said, there's so hey, many. I said, just name me one. One thing. Give me one thing that he's done that's corrupt. I can't. I can't name one thing, but he's just so corrupt. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I said, see? Okay. That's what, that's what the that's what the social media and that's what the mainstream media does is they just plant that seed. No mm-hmm. fact, no nothing, you know. So that so in her mind, that's that's her impression. Of course, yeah. You know, but uh, overall, it was a it was a pretty good thing. We were there for bam. We our reservation was at seven, and we didn't. We probably didn't even leave there till quarter after eleven. So it was a a little more than a four hour dinner just sitting up there, just wow, enjoy, enjoying the wine and enjoying the atmosphere, and you know the food was pretty good. We you know we had some of the like appetizers and stuff like that. So it was sort of like an ongoing little course you know they right. bring out just a little bit of something every so often so it kind of uh kind of was a right nice uh evening to get out you know oh, that's cool summer evening it's something i definitely need to get out so i didn't get shit i didn't get home till probably quarter after two <laughs> then i was up at that crack of dawn and back at it again so right you know but uh it was it was definitely worth it just uh, being able to get out and do some stuff so you know hanging out with the docking boys hanging out with taylor you know and mixing that in with work and getting the life coaching thing out of the way so it's been a pretty good week well that's good sounds mm-hmm. like you were busy i was definitely yeah. busy yeah no no doubt but today was one of those days i was just like you know what i ain't getting out of bed today 
<laughs> and I didn't. I stayed in bed all day. Nice. Like, you know, I, I just, I think I slept on and off all day. I was just like, man, just mentally burn out. Yeah. I worked yeah. some, but not like I've been. I was, I was just tired. You know, I did some, some shit that I, just some basic, some account setups that I had to do for some people, but sure. wasn't my, wasn't my put on the headphones and focus in so I can write. Okay, if we get a new customer, how do I automate this, this, and this? It wasn't that today. I, right. I just didn't have it. I did not have it in my head. It's like even Johnny called me up, and he was, we're trying to get him signed up into the CRM system, and there's a process to do it. And and I know the process, but it's like, you know, I mean, I know it. I can talk it through when my brain is right, but my brain wasn't right. And I just said to him, I, you know, he was like, oh, do I click this or that? I was like, dude. Let's just do this tomorrow. Right. I don't have it for you today. I, I don't have the mental capacity to, yeah. to to work on this today. Well, there's that. And plus, I didn't want to blow up my voice either talking. Right. right. I get Because he called me at like 8 o'clock. Or, you know, or I called him. One of us called. I don't even know who called who. Somebody called somebody at 8 o'clock, and then the conversation started. And it was like, I don't have it for this, bro. Right. You know. But, yeah, we're, um, we are... Wow, are we busy? Holy fuck! Well, that's that's a positive thing. I mean, you you kind of set the wheels in motion back in the fall last year, mm-hmm. so uh, here you're coming up on almost a year already. Yeah, well, but we've only really been super active with it. Yeah, yeah but what I mean, is <clears throat> set the wheels in motion back yeah. in October last year. Yeah, and we've been talking through it since then. But I mean, we really we really went and said, okay, we're open for business about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But you had to lay the groundwork. Though. Yeah, and we're still laying the groundwork. Good lord, you know, trying to trying to organize this thing while it's going, while it's being processed by three or four different people at the same time. Ugh. But you know, it's the it's so easy to sell. We're at like forty customers already, right? In three weeks, forty. It's like, <laughs> well, who doesn't want to pick up an extra paycheck? Who, who doesn't want to get the money that's due them? Yeah. Well, we've only had one turndown and that was, I better not say who, but I, I will say it's, it was the estate of one of the very, 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 very biggest artists in the history of music. Okay. And the only reason we got turned down was because they have a, they have a parent company deal that and it would be, uh, it would conflict. be like a violation. Yeah. A conflict of interest. Yeah. So, but they even were interested. They took the meeting, but they, I think they took the meeting to try and figure out how we were doing it. Right. I get you. So, you know, I mean, but it's, it's been really, this might be the one I I keep telling myself, don't get yourself excited. Don't get all fucking crazy. Right. Don't start spending money before you have it. (laughs) You know, I just keep telling myself, you know, until I have more than $800 in the bank, I have $800 in the bank. You know, that's kind of the, my, my motto but um i mean it's real exciting and it's really it's exciting how fast this thing is growing so mm-hmm. that's that's probably the, the the most i i haven't been this busy since we were building pinball pa right and you remember those days dude yeah. more than anybody because you were talking to me a ton where i was traveling back and forth between two cities and trying to manage businesses for multiple things I'm doing that again, and it's crazy. You know, it's like I got 
Ed or Zach from Pinball PA said, hey, can you do this or can you do that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm putting it on task list and it just ends up off the screen of tasks I got to do. Right. You know, and it's, you know, and then Aiken IT still doing it. And now this, it's like, whew. And then on top of this, I'll tell you another little secret that's going on. Mr. Fuck You might be going back to commercial radio as well. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, there's... um. There's some talk being had right now um, with the Seth show about um, taking one of the two episodes that we do a week and putting it on WHK. So I might have to tuck the fuck yous into <laughs> into my pocket one show a week. Right. Get on a little bit of a radio clock. But yeah, I thought you said you weren't doing the Seth show. Well, now it's turning into a thing, you know. <laughs> You know me, I don't turn anything down. Well, I get you. I get you. But, I, you know, I thought you had it, uh, had made it clear that you were only going to fill in until, you know, could find another. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm enjoying it because it's, it's, I, I wasn't planning to. I really wasn't. I mean, and you know that. I really was trying to just do a favor. But I'm actually having fun doing it. And it gives me an outlet that I, I don't have here or I don't have with, um, with uh, Chris Aiken Presents. Right, right. You know, and, you know, I, I could do without as much of the politics. Seth is like you <laughs> as, as far as the politics. He's way, you and him should do the show, to be honest, because he loves to talk politics. And my God, you and him could take shifts driving the Trump train. But, but I mean, the politics is a little much for me. But at the same time, I'm enjoying, you know, Doing doing stuff like around town stuff and stuff like that that I haven't had a chance to do. Yeah, keep it local, man. Keep it local. Well, I, I mean, I'm not that guy. I mean, I'm, I, dude, I, I'm really not that guy. But at the same time, it's just a a form of radio, a form of entertainment that I haven't ever done. Right. You know, like we had Robin Swoboda on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Do you remember her, Robin it Swoboda? Was, it was a newscaster. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she was a newscaster. She was she's big famous in Cleveland, but she also went off and did like inside sports with Ahmad Rashad nationally okay. and stuff like that. Okay. And that stuff is like cool to me, but where would I do that in, in these outlets? I wouldn't. Right. right. You know, so it's kind of fun to have a, a little different place and you know, even some of the musical stuff that I get pitched doesn't fit for Chris Aiken Presents. It certainly doesn't fit here. Right. You know, some of the modern rock and the you know the nirvana wannabe knockoff bands and shit like that so so it's just a fun different it's a different atmosphere for me to do and you know now all of a sudden whk reached out and or is talking to us i don't know if they reached out or seth reached to them or what but they've um expressed some interest in what we're doing so yeah, it's okay. like it's like doing our show on the rocket years ago. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, it's it's going to be. I, I'm not going to lie, and I've told Seth this a couple times. I'm like, we have to pre-record this. We're not going to do it live because it'll right. be a nightmare live. I swear too much, and I don't know that I can turn it off completely in the live setting. Sure, but if we record it, like I guess the the talk is that we would take the Wednesday show of Seth and we would record it and then if I got to clean it up then I could put in the bad word you know <laughs> I could put that that clip in there somewhere of course you know and and clean it up a little bit if needed so we'll see I mean I don't know 
I, I, I think it would be funny after all these years for me to go back to commercial radio. But, right, right. <laughs> but why not? What the fuck? Yeah, well, why not? I agree. As long as they're okay with me doing this, you know, because I'm not going to temper this so that I can make them feel safe. Right, I get you. And I've I've made that abundantly clear is is I, I, I've told every single person that I've been involved with, I do some really raunchy shock jock radio, and I'm not going to be changing it. Right. And I make that, a, a, if you want me to come on there and talk to, you know, like last week we talked to, to um, d- two different women that were like issue one people. You know, one was some lawyer that had been a, a consultant for a president and stuff. Like she was like real accomplished or whatever. And then another was, you'll laugh at this. One was like a, um, a Planned Parenthood advocate or something okay and i'm in there going well tell me about this i'm so in and meanwhile i'm like oh i hate you <laughs> oh well, why didn't you why didn't you just turn it into something heinous and said i'm all for killing the kids well i have said that on the show i've said that i've said that multiple times on the show and i and i actually did say to her that i was definitely not not against abortion you know, I didn't say I'm I'm pro killing kids, but I I have said exactly that on the show. I've said exactly what I've said here is is you can be if if you're if you're against abortion or if you're pro abortion, that's fine. But stop making up soft words to make it easier. Right. Say what it is. Yeah, say you're pro killing kids. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I will say proudly, I am pro killing a young baby. <laughs> Look at you. I don't care. You're Take gonna, it for what it is. You're going to burn in hell, fella. Well, I, if, if you think I'm going to get burned in hell, the, the thing that's going to put me over that threshold is saying those words. Well, you don't know me as well as you think, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, and what was the impetus behind having a guest like that on? Um, they had a big vote here on um, Tuesday, issue one. Okay. Which was about... Um, changing the ohio constitution from um from 50 percent plus a vote to um 60 percent okay and it, it was a big deal here and they were all it was all confused by lobbyists and all kinds of bullshit about you know um you know people were turning it into an abortion thing and a gun rights thing and everything else instead of it's just about protecting the constitution right and it lost, to be honest. The, the worst part was we brought on two people because Seth wanted to convince as many people as possible for, um, for um, to vote yes on issue one. It lost by like 50%. It was like 70-30. So what is that, 40% difference or whatever? But um, it, it got murdered in in the Constitution. So yeah, now, it's like an aborted child. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was like a clothes hanger to the mid-uterus. It really was just a fucking brutal thing, but, <laughs> but it, it was, um, you know, we had those advocates on to talk about this thing and whatever. I mean, I can talk politics. I just don't know anything about it. Right. You know, I mean, and, I, and I've told Seth that Seth, Seth sends me stories all the time. You know, I'll, I'll get 10 articles a, a week from Seth or especially on show day, article, article, article. Yeah, yeah. Do your homework, bro. Do your, do your show prep. And you know what I say every time? You know, we'll get on the air and I'll be like, I didn't read that. Yeah, I am. I'm just going to go by my gut here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to, it's just is what it is. Yeah. I'm not going to be well read on the subject. I'm just no. going to play it by ear, just like I do my other shows. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, and if it's a guest, I'll ask the questions that I don't know. Yeah, you'll be like Larry King. How important is the hanger? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> How late is too late for late-term abortion? <laughs> is 35 too late? <laughs> uh, Larry King. Rest in peace. Right, exactly. Wow, it's too funny. Well, you know, obviously you, you've got your plate full, you know, you're doing the, uh, you know, doing the, doing the worky work and then doing yeah. the entertainment thing. And you know. well, and, and dude, the funnest part about this whole thing is I know, and I know I told you this, I don't know if I said it on the air or not, but I know I told you I was going to make a concerted effort this year to change my life into making all my money through this, right? Through podcasting, through entertainment. Just through the the music business, really, through the entertainment business, right, right, and and so it looks like it's happening. Okay, <laughs> you know, it's 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 amazing, but it's actually happening. Sure. Can you see our comments? Yes, Colin. What is it with you, attention-seeking faggots? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So so, what is it? They they want they 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 want to chime in, and they're they're waiting. Yeah. They're, they're waiting for me. Oh, let me put them all up. Jason gave me emojis. Then he said he loves Angry Aiken. Then he could care less about politics. Oh, here's a good one. Brian from Tennessee. Chris and Seth is a good show. Oh, look, here's another one. Oh, no, it's not a pre record. Do I really need to do that for every fucking comment? <laughs> if something, if I laugh at something, I'll put it up. Right. If it's boring, I won't. Jesus <laughs> Christ. See, now this made me laugh. I will not be. Ignored. Oh, look at that. I will not be ignored. See, that made me laugh. So I'll yeah. put it up. Of course. All right. Yeah. What did everybody, everybody's uh, seeking, seeking attention for their commentary. Their, they are. Their witty banter mm -hmm. commentary. They are. They want to be part of the show. I thought you guys hate Facebook. We do. Doesn't mean we're not on it. They haven't censored us yet. I mean, I don't, I personally don't have a Facebook. I never have. No, it's on the show Facebook. Oh, I get that. But I mean, you run that shit. I don't give, yeah. I don't give two shits what you do with that. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you, a, you and, and the fans a quick, a quick notice or how this works. When I create the sessions for StreamYard. Yeah. It asks me where I want to put the show. And it just automatically distributes And it puts it out there. Yeah, and just, I don't do it. Yeah. It just automatically distributes it. Yeah, it throws it out there. I don't touch it. So, there we go. All right, perfect. Well, speaking of speaking of uh, uh, politics, mm -hmm. our gun guy Brandon Herrera. Yeah, he announced his uh, bid for uh, running for Congress in Texas down there. Oh, really? Wow. And, yeah. He said the guy that's in you know in in you know the representative of that district that he's in uh you know voted with biden on the gun control and stuff and he says mm -hmm. take him out so <laughs> nice he just uh he uh announced his bid for uh for uh, congress okay he's, good for him uh, he says you know i i believe in in the ideals of this country and the constitution and you know, I'm and I'm not gonna temper my my sense of humor and and <laughs> I'm not gonna change a thing. Right. You know. So good for him. Yeah. So we may look at his little thing a little bit later in the show. That's fine. 
because it's it's only like about five minutes, yeah. five minute uh, intro. But uh, good on him. Hell yeah, we yeah. can talk a little politics if you want. I've got a, a just a blazing, infuriating example of <laughs> these cunts over at um, MSNBC and how ridiculous they are at just spreading pop propaganda. Yeah, I know. Well, that's it's, all that's all CNN and MSNBC is is a propaganda machine. That's I mean, it is just ridiculous. I, I haven't watched any of that shit in years, but you know, I'm I'm aware of it. Yeah. I I just happened to see this one on um I don't know, Twitter or somewhere. And um and I and I grabbed it for the Seth show, but I I may just use it here because it's like i i actually laughed out loud watching it yeah because it's like oh, fuck what is do it we don't have to wait you know <laughs> we have nothing else going on Let's yeah see. no kidding hold on here give me one sec this fucking dummy this talking head dumbbell says on the on the um he was on the the all-time great show the morning joe he says that if trump gets reelected. Um, shows like the morning Joe will be canceled by Trump. That's his first order of business. <laughs> it's what? canceling shows. Okay. I just know that the president has the, uh, you know, uh, opportunity to, to cancel TV shows. Well, he's, he gives the, he gives why too. He, he explains why okay. this guy is such a fucking idiot. May I check this dummy out? Make no mistake about it. And this is why I get so enraged with not the far right fringe, but the, the Republican, the, the establishment Republicans. Do you not understand that if Donald Trump wins, nothing else matters because it's over. Morning Joe might act, just to take a little example, Morning Joe might not exist anymore because Donald Trump has said, as all autocrats say, what they will do. And he has said, if I'm elected, I want the FCC reporting directly into me. And he will make no mistake about it. <laughs> okay. What a fucking idiot. Donnie Deutsch. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm sure if Trump gets back into office, that's what he's gonna that's gonna be what he leads with. I gotta go after morning Joe. Right. <laughs> I gotta take that shit off the air. <laughs> yeah, too funny. So stupid. I said Guys are they're so uh, fucking caught up in their own bullshit. Well, it's it's the Trump derangement syndrome. I got your email. All right. Yeah, so this do you is, want me to start at where yeah, you are then? Or no, start know, at the beginning? Start at the beginning. All right. Let's <clears throat> so our guy, Brandon Herrera, our gun guy, um, who's got a great sense of humor, he yeah. decided that uh, he's had enough of the bullshit, so he's going to go out there and, you know, throw his hat in the ring to run for Congress in his uh, district right. down there in uh, southwestern uh, Texas. Good question here before we get with him. Do you think Trump would cancel the Burt show and Rover's morning? Glory? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say hope so. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the first order of business once he gets uh, control of the FCC. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here's this guy. That's why I'm running for Congress. How's it going, guys? Uh, if you haven't guessed, this is probably going to be a different video than you're used to. 
Today, August 12th, 2023, minutes before this video went live, I announced I am going to be running for Congress. Specifically, I will be challenging the establishment Republican Tony Gonzalez for the District 23 congressional seat in the Republican primary for 2024. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking. No, this is not a joke. No, this is not satire. I have legally filed to run for Congress, and I do intend to take this role very seriously. I understand to many of you this may come as a surprise, but don't worry. In this video, I hope to explain why I'm doing this, what I actually hope to accomplish, and what this means for us going forward. But first, no, this channel is not about to go full political. So if you're here for the firearm breakdowns, history, and all the other fun stuff we get into, don't worry. That's not going anywhere, and no, I don't plan on sanitizing my humor or content either. But for me personally, a lot of things are about to change behind the scenes. But before I I hate to say it, but that's why he won't win either. <laughs> well, you know, again, it's it's uh, raising the profile, regardless if he wins or not, at least, uh, you know. Yeah, but if he doesn't sanitize his channel, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure the minute he announced this, you probably had scavengers going downloading every one of his videos. To yeah, and then have to go through it with a fine tooth. Mm -hmm. Did you hear what he said here? He, he made some kind of homophobic joke right here. He said yeah. something that could be construed as racist here. See He's, what he did? He said the word fag. Yeah. He obviously hates the gay community. Right. He's against the LGBTQIA plus ABC 632. Exactly. <laughs> I'll play a little more. Here we go. Get the specific policies or the things that I want to accomplish with this. I want to talk first about the two main reasons why I decided to take this big leap. The first being that I love this country. I know it sounds cliche, but that's the honest truth. But much more than that, I think I have a deep love for the values that this country was founded on. The ideas of freedom, of self-governance. You see, America was never supposed to be the country that gave you everything you always wanted. It was simply a place that gave you the freedom and the opportunity to chase those things for yourself, to pursue happiness, to, to build great things, the freedom to choose your own destiny and build a life for you and your family. Sadly, those ideals are under attack and they have been for a long time. I'm just going to say it. I, I, I enjoy this guy's videos, but I have heard the same speech from every fucking <laughs> one of these guys. I literally heard the same speech earlier this week from fucking Steven Crowder announcing the re-relaunch of mug club or whatever <laughs> and it's the whole same i love this country and we're under attack and we've got to fight back it's like, yeah oh, well you know got it but, but he's but he is right though that you know this country wasn't meant to just give you everything you wanted sure it, it gives you the freedom to go pursue it for yourself mm -hmm. yeah no he's right but I don't know. It just sounds like it's the same speech right. <laughs> over and over by everybody. But right. well, I mean, I mean, what else can you say? Yeah, you really can't. I'd rather, I'd rather he take over this country with the shit in his fucking lockbox. <laughs> Quite honestly, I'd rather hear about that than hear him saying about I love this country. Right. It's the great salt, salt of the earth. That's what I am, and I well, want to. And he, Brandon's a young guy. He's only like in his mid to late twenties. Can you run for, oh, I guess you Congress, you can't run for president, right? No, you yeah, you got to be 40, 40, what? 40, 45 or 35 40, or something. I yeah. think 40, 42, I think. Yeah. Some, some number. Yeah. Yeah. Some number. No shit. Dummy. <laughs> All right. A little bit more of him. Here we go. Time. That part I don't think is ever going to change. We always have and always will have to fight for the America that we know and love. What I guess inspired this is that a large number of the politicians that liberty-loving Americans have turned to to defend these ideals have failed. 
Several Republicans who swore to defend gun rights, to protect borders, and just in general, putting the rights and interests of the American people above their own, turn their back on these values. They voted time and time again against the constitutionally guaranteed rights of their constituents. This has to change. There can be no more incumbent politicians who vote time and time again against the interests of the American people without fear of losing their positions. It's like once they win their first election, they feel untouchable in the primaries. We have to remind them that if they fail to uphold their oath to defend the Constitution, that we will primary them, we will campaign against them, and we will win. Now, the second main reason I wanted to do this. All right. I'm all for that. Yeah. My problem is I can't vote for this guy, can I? No, he's in Texas. Yeah, so. Well, hell. Does he want to move? <laughs> <laughs> vote him in here. Yeah, sure. This is a good line. <laughs> this guy needs Hulk Hogan's music. <laughs> that would be good, actually. <laughs> All right, a little more. This is to be an example of what I personally believe is the best way to affect positive change in this country. Lots of people, including fellow libertarian-leaning folks, will complain about the two-party system, that Republicans and Democrats will just hand you a garbage candidate that you feel the need to support because you have no other alternative. That is only half true. The real truth is that you get to choose who those candidates are in the primary election. And your vote and your efforts go a lot farther in that primary election because it's so often overlooked. But you can make a difference in your local elections, running for school board, city council, and a bunch of other local positions, sometimes even unopposed. I want to inspire a wave of freedom-loving young Americans to take on local roles, support liberty-minded candidates, and affect positive change in this country. If that is the legacy that I leave when I die, I will die a happy man. Well, there you go. All right. So that's that's plenty right there. That's enough. That's that's what he needs to do. Yeah. Just inspire some of these dummies. <clears throat> yeah. So there's your there's your gun loving gun guy running for Congress. I like that. Yeah. So good on him. Or win or lose, it's at least he took the step. Got to give him credit for being willing to open his life up to the fucking awfulness that's going to attack him now. Yeah, of course, because mm -hmm. like like you said, they're going to go back, look through all of his videos. Mm -hmm. They're going to see this is a dog whistle. See, yeah. he said this. See what he did. He said this. Yeah, he made a joke about shooting somebody. He's yeah. probably a murderer. Right. <laughs> yep. That's exactly, unfortunately, what's going to happen. I know that just sucks, but it does. But good on him for at least taking the step. More people need to, I guess. Yep, I agree. So anyway. Well, there's your politics for the night. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Those of you that took a piss break, good call. Right. The rest of you, sorry. <laughs> we'll we'll talk some we'll talk about some music stuff later. Right. We got plenty of, of that to talk about tonight, of too. Of course. All right. Well, uh, I guess we could take our first break. What do you okay. think? Works for me. All right. All right. I'll let you pick a tune. What would you like to hear? I would like to hear um, uh, Spawn, Think It Over. How's that? Wow. From round two, motherfucker. Okay. Let's see here. I know I have that. I have no idea if that's in Spotify or I not. But... I have it in the music, though. Yeah, I do have spot. You better think it over. Yeah, that's that was one of those uh, up and comer bands that uh, 
They were making a little noise in the Cleveland area for a while. Yeah, and then they just disappeared. Right. And I just remember seeing their name playing at the Odeon a lot. Sure. Yeah, I loved Spawn. They were probably my, of all the bands that came out of this area during that hot time, they were probably my favorite. Them or Crypt Kicker and probably Spawn. I, saw, I certainly saw Spawn a ton more times because I was friendly with all those guys. I probably saw Spawn 50 times. Yep. So did you say think it over? Yeah. All right, I got it. All right, well, we're going to play a few tunes. We'll come back, get things rolling here. So here it is. This is Cleveland Band Spawn from the Round 2 release with uh, Think It Over exclusively here. On your classic metal show. 